Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Oh, Guess girl. who's in the news again? Oh, I have a good idea. Well, we'll show you also what really happens when one woman didn't get her burger her way. Oh, I think I know where you're talking about. Okay. And while real estate might be really hot right now, yeah. one Florida neighborhood not far from us is quickly going down the toilet. Ooh. I'll explain why. All that and more coming up on this week's episode of the Florida Freak Show. Hurry, hurry, hurry! Ladies and gents, boys and girls, step right up for the Florida Freak Show! Welcome back to the Florida Freak Show. I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. And if you've ever read a Florida news story online or seen a Sunshine State newscast, you know that Florida's greatest export are weird stories about the people who live and play here. And we have some of those to share, don't we, Kirsten? Surprise, surprise, we do. That's right. Ripped, Ripped from, from the, the headlines. headlines. And our first one comes to us from the Tampa Bay Times. All right. Carol Baskin has been pretty busy since almost getting murdered by the Tiger King. She's been on Dancing with the Stars. Right. She's launched a line of animal print face masks. And of course, she sold videos on Cameo like every D-list celebrity does. Super busy. Now she's going into cryptocurrency. Oh. Baskin's new digital currency is called Scat. But before you invest your life savings in Scat, there's something <laughs> you should probably know. It really isn't cryptocurrency or an investment, but instead just a fan token. In fact, Baskin is calling it currency. Oh, well. Scat owners do get virtual visits with the sanctuary, live conversations with Miss Carol Baskin, and more up-close and personal experiences. Ah. And if Carol Baskin getting into crypto isn't quite weird enough... It gets a little bit stranger because within the next few weeks, she also plans to issue NFTs. Oh, well, you know if Carol Baskin is getting into crypto, everyone's getting into crypto. Crypto, it's not just for weird billionaires anymore. No. It's, it's... also for weird cat ladies. Yay. <laughs> Although this token stuff doesn't sound like the best of investments, right? No, and yeah. and they say it's more of a souvenir thing. Sure, okay, yeah, yeah. for this particular one, right? It's collectibles. Also, I think anytime you call something scat, mm. because as we all know, scat means poop, right? Right. Like, Ugh. yeah. By the way, did have you ever like noticed the Sarasota County area transit buses when we're up in Sarasota? Oh yeah, the scat buses. Oh, they say the scat on the side. Yeah, I'm I'm taking the poop train. <laughs> well, I like to think that I'm pretty savvy when it comes to tech type stuff. But what the heck is an F an NFT? And why else? Why is Carol Baskin planning to issue them? What's an effing NFT? Is that what's what you're an effing NFT? <laughs> I know. So, are you actually going to make me try to explain what you don't the have to? Is? Just give me like the I'm five years old. Like, oh my god, idea I, of it. I don't. Uh, I don't really understand it either. Okay, right. so we know what cryptocurrency yes. is. Like, cryptocurrency is a digital asset, right? Yeah, and it, you can think of it. Okay, yeah. There's all the blockchain and the mining and the this and the that. And sure, you, you have to calculate equations with your computer and whatever. Right. Really what it comes down to, it's a commodity just like gold, right? right? You yes. can't necessarily hold it in your hand like you no. can hold gold in your hand, but crypto is a commodity like gold. The right. price goes up and down just like the price of gold goes up and down. Yeah, it's, very, it's dynamic. It's volatile. It, go, it moves around. Yeah, Right. So crypto is fairly easy to understand compared to sure. NFTs. Yeah. 
NFT stands for non-fungible token. Non-fundable token? Fun- fungible. Fungible. Fun- fungi. Fungible. Okay. Fungible. Like fungus. Yes. There's a fungus among us. You're right. You got to be a real fun guy to get into <laughs> the non-fungible. Right. So it's like a token um, that has some intrinsic well, value It's to also it. virtual. Right? Oh, right. So... Yeah. So fungible mean yeah. it means that is it you like can... when Mario like does like the <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah like the little coins sure yeah I think that's more like Bitcoin so yeah so fungible means if something is fungible that means you can exchange it for a similar asset that's worth the same thing like a dollar bill is fungible sure I can have a dollar bill you can have a dollar bill we can exchange dollar yeah. bills yeah, yeah, and yeah. they're they're the same right. right? Mm-hmm. An NFT is non-fungible, which means there is only one of it. It's yeah. completely unique. Yeah, it's like a snowflake asset. It's like a snowflake or like a a, a priceless work of art. Like right. you you can't you can't exchange Michelangelo's can't David for another Michelangelo's David. Right. That's a bad example because there are actually reproductions of that. So that's sure. terrible. Mona Lisa. We'll say the Mona Lisa. Okay. Yeah, Mona Lisa. Only instead of being like a super valuable painting, it's a piece of digital garbage like a meme. <laughs> and yeah. for whatever reason, it's worth hundreds of thousands of dollars, right. maybe? Yeah. Or it might be worth nothing. I don't know because it makes no effing sense well, to me Well, you know, whatsoever. I mean... You're I don't, all stupider for having me I don't <laughs> try mean, to explain yeah, this. And I don't mean to judge, <laughs> but a fool and his money are quickly parted, so people will find a reason to like spend their money Somebody's on this Somebody's making stuff. money off of yeah, this stuff. Yeah, yeah, there's going to be people out there. There's a market for it, obviously. There, so. <laughs> there's a market for everything. Yes, there, there is. <laughs> So Carol Baskin's like been all over the news lately. Yeah, in a big way. I mean, I would never wish a death threat on anyone, but this almost getting murdered by the it's Tiger King. It's been a cash cow. It's been a huge cash or cow a cash for her. Tiger, a cash, yeah, or cash kitty, cash, cash cat. kitty. <laughs> it's a cash cat for yeah. old Carol Baskin. Yeah. So she was all over the news a couple weeks ago because yeah. that tiger was on the loose and right. Houston, yep. somewhere in Texas. I don't know. It wasn't Florida. I pay no attention. Yeah. Um. Then, like last month, she offered to help Joe Exotic get his sentence reduced as long as he supported the Big Cat Public Safety Act. Ah. So I guess she wants him to testify before Congress because yeah. Congress really needs to hear a weird redneck talk about animals. I'm not quite right. sure how it all well, fits you in. Know. To get him um, to admit that would be a pretty big Sure, absolutely. Score. Um, there's also been some negative news she's been a part of oh. because her uh, first husband's family just hired uh, celebrity attorney Alex Spiro Uh-oh. to investigate the disappearance yeah. of the first Mr. Carol Yeah, Baskin. that's kind of a big... Uh... A big new story. That's huge. Yeah. I mean, Spyro ain't cheap. He's repped Jay-Z. Right. He's repped Mick Jagger, Julian Edelman. Wow. I mean, the guy's Ooh. got a lot of celebrity clients. Yeah. And he's also investigated multiple serial killers. Hey. So maybe they think that Carol's done this more than once. Mm, that'd be something. I, I felt be, the need to say that super quiet. I know that. Be, yeah, you don't want her to don't want her to hear about nope, it. Nope, nope. She's nope. not that far up the road. No, so. she is not. 
But really, I mean, if you think about it, it kind of like her resurgence just brings this whole pandemic story full circle. It really does. It's it's we sort of started the when we started the pandemic, they were the ones that sort of got us through this whole thing. And right. Like, I'm pretty sure about half of America would have had a nervous breakdown in last March and April yeah. if they hadn't had Tiger King to soothe them to sleep every evening. Yeah. Or, Get them through a difficult lockdown. And, and now that it seems like the pandemic is kind of maybe sort of winding down, at least in America, yeah, they're back. Yep. Got to make that cheddar That's and right. get back into it. It's like get their names into it any way that they can. Our second story comes to us from ClickOrlando.com. All right. And Wildwood police arrested a 77-year-old woman after an altercation at a Burger King. Judith Ann Black of the Villages was upset that her Whopper didn't come her way and then started screaming at the BK employee. Oh, boy. The victim says she asked Judith to stop yelling so she could actually help her, (laughs) at which point Judith threw the Whopper at the employee yelled, shut up, you stupid black bleep, and stormed out of the Burger King. Oh, man. Well, cops tracked down Judith and her husband using their pickup truck's license plate number, and to her credit, Judith did admit to the entire incident, saying that she was upset with the thickness of the tomato Mm. on her Whopper, so she threw the Whopper and called the victim a racial slur. Oh, boy. By the way, that slur cost her... The evidence of prejudice actually bumped Judith's charges from misdemeanor battery all the way up to a felony. Just for the words. Just for the words. How could the thickness of a tomato lead to a felony battery charge? (laughs) I mean, you just explained it right there. But what is in the water or whoppers at the villages? What is going on there? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of tomato haters out there, right? Uh, Like, that's pretty much the most common hated food i would say you think so yeah it's it it definitely it has a sorted past and i don't understand the whole i don't eat tomatoes like especially now and i'm not going to get into why tomatoes all taste like water Mm -hmm. but they do they have no flavor whatsoever right um but tomato thickness yeah and getting upset over that i mean that's really splitting hairs or splitting vegetables right splitting fruit really i mean when you think about it tomatoes are fruit (laughs) right (laughs) like where are we gonna go from this i mean it's like what would have what else could have triggered this racial rampage too too few pickles or too many pickles too much lettuce there are never too many pickles i know it doesn't it doesn't seem to be the case (laughs) now i will say my mother cuts the tomatoes too thickly when she makes burgers. She does. She cuts them like an inch thick. They're it's very insane. Thick. Yeah. You're getting like a quarter of a tomato on your burger. And <laughs> and it doesn't work. It just like slides right out of the bun. It makes right. it just you need a thin you could have multiple thin slices. Thin slices. Yeah. So do we think that Judith was upset because the slices were too thick or too thin? I thought that she would be upset because it was too thick. But that's because you're a tomato hater. Maybe that is, yeah. Maybe she wanted a thicker slice, yeah, a and, heartier slice, right? And it was a very, it was a just beefier like, slice. yeah, paper thin or something like that. Yeah, instead. in which case, just ask for extra tomatoes. Yeah, so have it, it really, your way, Judith. Yeah, so it's really glass full, half full, glass half empty. <laughs> it's all, it's all dependent on your perspective. I think either way, we have learned now that Judith is the new Karen. Oh yeah, she is. You're welcome, Good. Karen. Yeah. Sorry, Judiths, but you're yeah. you're now in the crosshairs. Your day is here. 
Karen's, Karen, you're free to go. You're free to leave the room. Absolutely. <laughs> no, yeah. but I was going to say, Judith is really putting the wild in Wildwood. I mean, who throws their food at people? Yeah, I mean, especially at 77. Yeah. I mean, at some point, you should have probably figured out a better way to resolve your differences by that age. Yes. I. It's just, it's so hard to like see how you could fly off the handle. Well, she wanted to have it her way. Decades of marketing from Burger King told her she could have it her her way. If she gets it exactly the way she wants it. Right. Mm -hmm. It's it's one of the most celebrated slogans of all time. Right. Right. Though, do you remember like six or seven years ago, they changed it to be your way? Like really? it's not have it your way now, Ugh. it's be your way. I I, I guess Judith's why, why way is aggressive and racist. Yes. <laughs> why mess with a good thing? It, yeah. it was do it was going so well before. Yeah, be your way doesn't even really make sense. It's pr- probably part of that whole marketing trend of lifestyle brand. Oh. Like, yeah. Turning your product into an experience and uh. be your way. Like how going to BK is like showing your individuality or I don't know. I'm, I I don't know. I'm either. laying a lot of bullshit on you. Right you, there. you really, really are. <laughs> yeah. Um, be your way just sounds like you do you. Yeah. That's you know. probably a lot closer to it. <laughs> so the Wildwood Police Department must not be super busy. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to say that that like throwing things and sure. yelling racial slurs. This is the is, height of, of their week, I guess. Right. And I'm not trying to minimize that no. at all. But they're doing great work. They showed up. They checked the surveillance footage. They found the license plate number. They checked the records. They showed up at her home. They get a confession out of her. And then they arrest this 77-year-old woman. You know, meanwhile, my car was broken into a few years ago. And all I got was somebody pretending to dust for print, saying sorry, and not even giving me a case (laughs) number. I mean, I guess I need to move to Wildwood? Maybe. I mean, the CSI episodes of Wildwood are going to be probably (laughs) either really boring are really different because they're like looking at tomato thicknesses and all kinds of enhance and whatnot. What's <laughs> going on there? Enhance, enhance that license plate. Mm. What's going on there? I don't know. I don't either, but <laughs> but good work, Wildwood Police Department. Way to go, Wildwood. Get these 77-year-old nefarious racists off, off the of our streets. streets. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, our next story comes to us from winknews.com. Hey, Mild stomping grounds. Right. Corey, what's the tackiest thing you've seen in yards around our neighborhood? Oh, boy. Well, I don't think they're that tacky, but I love the uh, manatee uh, mailboxes or the uh, dolphin I mean, mailboxes. they're kind of tacky, but they're, yeah. they're cute and they've charming. Got, they've got like a kitschy and cuteness to them, but they're a little a little much sometimes. And and we walk past some flamingos, you know, plastic yes. lawn flamingos oh, yes. on our walk. Come I mean, on, we're in Florida. Know, absolutely. Yeah. Well, this next story comes from Cape Coral, mm. right in our backyard, where a feud between neighbors has escalated and taken the whole neighborhood right down the crapper. Ooh. A Cape Coral man has allegedly been selling untaxed furniture out of his garage for the last year. Oh, that seems like it's on the up and up. And his neighbor John decided it was not on the up and up and reported him to the Department of Revenue. <laughs> so what did homeowner number one do to retaliate? Ah. Uh. Well, he lined his front yard with potted plants planted in toilets as a tribute to John. At least one local realtor says the potty planters are now driving away customers during an otherwise red-hot real estate boom. 
seeing a neighbor's house, I guess, lined with toilets along the curb <laughs> does that. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Cape Coral Code Enforcement says that as long as the toilets are at least 15 feet from the road, they're not a violation. So for the time being, they are staying. Unbelievable. You gotta love Cape Coral. You know we do. <laughs> yeah. It's all good as long as they're 15 feet off the road. It could be anything. Yeah. As long as it's not in the right of way. Keep those crappers out of the right of way. That's Absolutely. Right. That's yeah. the city's property. You're hey. just you're just borrowing it. Hey. You're right. Do you think somebody comes out and actually measures? Uh, I think you can just do it just by, you know, putting just your feet together. It. Yeah, it's like, eh, it looks pretty good. Maybe back them up just a little bit. So yeah, they're not right. out there with the measuring tape and the... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, attention to detail, you got to make sure of it just in case. So does this win the award for the most passive-aggressive neighborhood uh, dis- dispute ever? It's got to be up there. I mean, if nothing else... It's passive aggressive and very costly, right? Oh yeah, I mean, but I, seriously, you think this is Florida? You can't have that many toilets just laying around. This is Florida. Somebody, somebody, you would think would just get punched in the nose, sure, or shot, or run over with a lawnmower. Not, yeah, you know, a, a yard. This is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. I mean, the average toilet's what seventy five, eighty five, ninety five pounds. They're heavy. Yeah. You could yeah. get a hernia just trying to taunt your neighbor. Yeah. Doesn't seem worth it to me. But and then putting all the potted plants and stuff inside of them too. It's just one more one more step. Well, you've got to beautify them. I mean, sure. you can't just have a bunch of toilets on your yeah. lawn. I don't know why, but this reminds me of you know that story that we heard when we went to Key West and um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Ernest Hemingway <laughs> at his house. He just has a urinal in the middle of his yard. Yes. And the story behind it is one of his favorite haunts was closing down, and he wanted to take a little memento with him. So he just pulls the urinal out of the wall and drags it home in a drunken stupor. Yeah, drags it home like, I don't know, three quarters of a mile from downtown Key West <sighs> Easily. to, his, yeah, to yeah. his house. Just because everything's walkable doesn't mean you shouldn't be like dragging urinals, you know, wherever you need to go. Yeah, so the uh, the urinal, and I'm sure we've probably told this story before on the podcast. Probably. I, I can't keep track yeah. anymore. But um, yeah, much to the chagrin of his, I don't know, 53rd wife. Was it how many <laughs> yeah, wives? Somewhere in there. Baker's dozen. At Whichever least, wife sure. it was, she was none too not pleased with the urinal in the yard. Yeah. No, not at all. Wasn't it the reason why they ended up putting the pool in? Like it was that I I believe I, can't I remember, remember hearing if he was ticked off about the pool, so he said, "I'll get rid of the urinal when you get rid of the pool." Yeah, or if it was the other way around. I can't, but either I, way, I can't imagine anybody being unhappy about having a pool, especially in Florida. Come on, and that was at a time when people didn't have just didn't have pools. No, they didn't. It was yeah. like the only pool in Key West, as yeah. I recall. Come on, Ernest. Very few things I listened to on that tour. You don't want to take I, a dip. I do remember the urinal story. Yeah. It was a good one. Most of the time, I was just looking for six-toed cats on the tour. Well, sure. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, all the people who call Cape Coral Cape Coma must just not be paying attention to things like, you know, toilet gate. Yeah, I guess code enforcement isn't interesting enough for you all. Yeah, geez. So I got a question for you. Um, When I was a kid, it was kind of an urban legend, and I don't know if it was an urban legend everywhere or Mm. if it was just like where I grew up. Right. Who invented the toilet? Oh, is Sir Thomas Crapper. Right. That's what I was... I, I mean, I wasn't taught it in school, yeah. but it's like common knowledge, I, right? But I say that with the conviction of, you know, a person that doesn't even need to bother look it up. It just, I, that's who I that's Sir who Thomas I Crapper. Yes. Eh. 
Wrong. You're kidding me. The uh, the modern toilet was invented by a man named John Harrington. I mean, John. John. That makes sense. Right. John Harrington. Thomas Crapper invited the uh, invited invented <laughs> the ball cock. Oh. The part of the toilet that makes it kind of work. Right. The the guts of the, the toilet. The guts of the toilet. The crapper guts. Well. So, a little urban legend. Yeah. Little Mandela effect. Kind of. And kind great PR work. Like, kind of factual, but not really. Yeah. yeah. Crapper must have had the best PR people ever. Way to go, Sir Tom. Yeah, Sir Tommy. Sir Crapper. <laughs> yeah, must have had like the best branding people Come ever. Come on. Because we all call it a crapper. Well, yep. we don't all call it a crapper. The crass among us call it a crapper. Yeah. But it's so easy to to put the two together. I mean, it's obviously worked for the two of us. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So have you ever met anyone with the name Crapper? Never. So no. where are the crapper heirs? The wealthy crapper heirs with all that ball cock money. They're all money. sitting on that toilet gold. Sitting, sitting on a toilet. They all got them gold <laughs> toilets that they all sitting on because they've made all that money off of the toilet. So now they the just go cock. into hiding? Is that how it goes? Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, either that or they change their names. I don't know. Oh, that could be part of it too. Yeah. All right, so our last story comes to us from NBCMiami.com. So if a yard full of commodes doesn't constitute a code violation, (laughs) then what does? Who knows? I do. It's like an existential question. (laughs) In Dunedin, Florida, you'll get a code violation for having grass more than 10 inches long. Ah. Pretty common concern no matter where you live, right? Sure. Well, 71-year-old Jim Ficken of Dunedin has been fighting City Hall over the issue for three years. That's after he received nearly... 30 grand in code violation fines for his lawn. Wow. So according to the city, back in 2015, Ficken was already a repeat offender who started racking up fines of $500 a day. Oh, Ficken. And then in 2018, he left town for a few weeks after his mother's death, and the lawn got long again. Oh, Jimmy. He says his mower broke down while he was trying to trim it back, and then two months just happened to pass before the city finally informed him that he had fines. Oh, boy. When the bill arrived, it totaled $29,000 and change. Wow. He has now been involved in a legal fight with the city ever since, but a federal judge just upheld the city's decision and says the fines stand. Ficken says he's not going to stop fighting the fees until he has exhausted every single possible legal option. $30,000 in fines. At what point do you just move away? You got to get out of there. <laughs> right. Sorry, Dunedin. Bye-bye. I got to go someplace else. That's ridiculous. Is there a witness protection program for, for code violators? <sighs> Why wouldn't there be? Oh, he Why probably not? just needs to move someplace in like Arizona where they don't have grass, right? Mm, yeah, because you know Big Lawn's going to come after him. <laughs> so, and that's and that's like a lobby that's a that's a mob you don't want to tick off. You don't want to mess with them. Yeah. No. So he's not he's going to f- exhaust every possible legal option. So wow. like I guess this is going to the Supreme Court. I guess. I mean, you know, I I, I don't know what Amy Comey Barrett's uh, stance is on yeah. on lawns, but uh, I I don't know, man. I don't know what the Supreme Court's going to think about this. All I know is that this story gives new meaning to the phrase "cut your losses." Oh, yeah, I mean, I don't have anything against Dunedin, but no place is worth that kind of fine. I'm out. Yeah, I, I've I've never been to Dunedin. Have you? 
Uh, I think maybe driven through it. it. I don't even remember. I mean, it must be lovely if they're keeping that close of an eye on everyone's hey, lawn. I mean. So Dunedin and Wildwood must have some of the same issues. Yeah. Because uh, much like most police departments would not put that much effort into finding a whopper chucker. Yeah. Um, I used to work for a city. And when right. people violated code, there weren't enough code enforcement offers to officers to drive past their lot every single day right. and check up on it. Yeah. That wasn't happening. Yeah. So apparently the code enforcement officers have nothing but time on their hands in Dunedin. Yeah. To be checking in on this house every single day and going, cha-ching, that's another $500. Thank you very much. Yeah. You, you think maybe like the code enforcement guy was just like picking his teeth with a toothpick outside every morning. It's like, hey, Jimmy, how you doing? <laughs> another $500 in our pocket. Yeah. So... You know, I just, three days worth of fines, right? $500 a day. Three days worth of fines. You could buy yourself a pretty sweet riding lawnmower. Get yourself a John Deere. Yeah, get yourself a nice riding lawnmower and save yourself the extra, you know, $28,000. Just saying. I mean, at some point, it's it's just, I mean, it's not like the long grass looks great. No. It's like, who, who, who's winning in this scenario? We know who's winning now. Maybe he's going for that whole native Florida lawn look. Right? I guess so. I just, yeah, I definitely think of all the lawn equipment he could have bought and all the upgrades that he could have bought for that kind of money. He could have like 150 toilets in his yard. Oh, you know, as long as they're 15 feet off the road. Well, I'd, in Dunedin, it might only be 10. Hey, Who knows? That's an extra five feet line of, of toilets that you can use. <laughs> it absolutely is. Do you remember a few weeks ago, we had a story, oh, maybe a couple months ago. I don't know. Time flies in a pandemic. <laughs> um, we had a story about a woman who got excessive fines for parking partially in oh, her yeah. yard. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't remember what city it was in. I think it was more closer to Miami. Right. That one really felt ridiculous because it's like, it's her lawn. I mean, it's... I mean, I'm thinking these two would make a cute couple, right? Yeah. Code enforcement, scoff laws, find love. Well, that's usually where it happens, you know? It's like that the the um the sort of endorphins are firing because oh, you're you know yeah. you're you're doing everything you can to avoid those fires. All that adrenaline from yeah. running from Johnny Code. Running, oh boy. <laughs> that guy picking his teeth always telling me about the five hundred. <laughs> yeah. You could really find some love in that in that such scenario. So what did we learn this week, Corey? I learned that everyone is into cryptocurrency, even that bitch Carol Baskin. Well, I learned that there's a reason why Burger King doesn't promote have it your way anymore, and I'm guessing that reason is most likely Florida. Oh, yeah. I also learned that nothing sends a neighborhood to the crapper quite like filling your lawn with toilets. And I learned that a few hundred bucks for a lawnmower might seem like a steep price, but in Dunedin, it is nothing compared to the alternative. Oh, no. Well, those were our freakiest Florida finds for the week. And as always, you can find plenty of other wacky news stories from across the Sunshine State on our Facebook and Twitter pages. That's right. That's at FLA Freak Show. And while you're on the socials, remember to follow us, like us, and share us at FLA Freak Show. Plus, if you see a Florida story we missed, share it with us. Also, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. We love to hear from you guys. Make it happen. Until next week, I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. Till we meet again, remember to let your Florida freak flag fly. Goodbye. Yeah,